'twas yet before hiatus and all through the land, the hosts of the show were feeling quite sad. First Bell and his beard, all snarly and snaggled, was sad that the weather made his mistletoe dangle. And Kyle was sitting in his apartment, all weary, as holiday retail makes him drink more... beery? Will was planning to shop for the kids and his lady, but had spent all his money to see Slim Shady. And then in the distance of the new fallen snow, Constantine came to close out the show. Now Kyle and Belle are filled with more zeal, and Will still wonders why John is a big deal. What words do we say whenever we appear, but straight out of the timeline and right into your ear. I'm Belle. I'm Kyle. And I'm Chris Kringle. And this is Legends TV Talk. Fellas, what you drinking tonight? I have a Shiner Holiday Cheer. Oh, it's see, that's appropriate. I, of course, have gone... I'm still drinking my fall beer. I am still drinking my lovely Sam Adams Oktoberfest, but that's because I'm an East Coaster. We live for Sam. And Kyle? Excellent. It's not I like it's a summer beer. A Lining Kugels Summer Shandy. Oh, never mind. Because... <laughs> so we, we each have one beer from each season. <laughs> There's four seasons, Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, but Bo, Bo, Bo's drinking like a, a spring fling somewhere. <laughs> yeah, someone somewhere. Yeah, anyway, I'm well, you know, thanks for breaking theme, Kyle. Yeah, way oh, to be there. Going. I have October, but that's Beautiful. in winter in the north, and you live in the north. So, a salute. Yeah. And to all and of you out there, happy holidays. Texas today, so. And it is cold <laughs> as... Yeah, cheers. Cold. <laughs> so... It's it's not anyway, that cold. How here. you guys doing? Good, 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 good. So far, so good. So far, yeah. so good. How are you doing? You had a day tonight, and then it got canceled. Well, and then it started snowing, and you know she lives a while, uh, you know, like 45, 50 minutes away, and that's just well, I mean, for me to be like, yeah, come drive up in the snow, and then drive and home then tonight, drive back the next morning in the snow. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> that's not cool. The next morning, yeah. scandalous. Hope her family doesn't listen. What's her name? <laughs> Her name is uh, yeah yeah that's exactly right uh anyway wow your mother's well, listening that, to this uh, she's I, now like what is my, my little mother does boy listen to this show on occasion what is my little boy yeah. doing in his home <laughs> bell you're being naughty it's my <laughs> life ma <laughs> anyway enough with the moms i wait no what is the joke Hey, lay off mom. I laid off yours or something like that. Get off my mom. I got off yours last night. Yes. Anyway, I think it's time. Wait. There we go. For a history lesson. And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. Wiki, wiki. All right. <laughs> I'm Bebo, and it's time for a history lesson. Uh, this is season three, episode nine. Bebo, the god of war. Uh, this one was directed by Kevin Mock, and the story was by Grianne Godfrey and James Egan. Kyle, how about you tell us? Actually, I should say, Kyle, how about you tell us what happened this episode? The team searches down another anachronism, which turns out to be a young Martin Stein, displaced in the time of Vikings. 
Martin was trying to buy a Bebo cuddly toy for his daughter when he was displaced, causing the Vikings to believe that Bebo is the god of war. Damien Dark shows up worrying Sarah, but the team eventually manages to set time right again. Despite Jack's... Despite Jack's... What? Despite Jack's trying, trying. to tell young Stein... Desperate Jack's. <laughs> I think what they mean to Stein say is desperate. Oh, sorry. What? I think what they mean is desperate Jax tries to tell. Desperate? <laughs> yeah. Desperate Jax tries to tell young Stein of his future self's death. Steiner has already deduced it based on his counterpart's absence. Stein, not wanting to cheat death and aware that he has a wonderful future, decides not to learn of the details of his impending death and accepts his fate. And to spend the years he has left dedicated to his loved ones. With the present Stein dead and his firestorm powers gone, Jack chooses to leave the team, but is surprised by them and joins everyone for Christmas. Sarah and Jax part on good terms, and Jax departs for pastures new. On returning to the Wave Rider, Sarah is greeted by John Constantine, who claims he needs her, and her team's help with the demon who's controlling a little girl and knows her name. finally appropriate he's, back! <laughs> he's so back i'm so excited john constantine is finally back on television uh i i love the keanu reeves constantine movie i will say that unabashedly so but i think that uh 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 that matt ryan's constantine is like the straight out of the comic books that's that's totally like Hellblazer Constantine to a T, and I'm super excited that he's back. Uh, overall, what did you guys think of episode nine, Bebo, the God of War? We're Shut falling up. for the God of War. What? I'm sorry. I'm singing Def Leppard. Um, <laughs> not terrible. Not after the after the crossover episode. I got a few. I kind of feel like it was kind of a, eh, you know. I don't know. I just really, I, I liked it. It just wasn't, I, I think I wanted more. I think they could have gone for a bottle show, you know, like what they used to call like enterprise when they wouldn't leave, you know, Star Trek episodes where they really just wouldn't leave the ship and they get into character development and all of that. And I understand because it's a 13 or 16 episode season, they don't have that luxury maybe, but you know, this is one of those things where having an episode just kind of dedicated to development of the character and not so much pushing the story along and, you know, trying to find out who this guy is. And I understand, again, it's the the mid-season finale. I don't know. It just feels like, you know, like they, they had two episodes here. They had, you know, the Stein episode, and then they had, you know, Damian Dark showing up for really why reason. And, and, like, we still don't know why Dark is doing all of this, except for Malice. And what the hell is a Malice? So it just, it seems almost a little too mustache really like, you know, you can do it. You have one, but you know, it just, and, and so it was okay. I mean, again, I liked, I liked the beats with Jax. I liked the beats with, you know, everything. And Are there beats were by Jax, like beats by Dre. It's something like that. I liked, I liked it. I liked oh, the, dang, look at that. Look at that. Mustache. Wow. That's dang, just incredible. If you're not watching the video, folks, you need to watch mustache it. Wax. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I liked the parts of the episode, but I don't think they helped the whole, if that makes any sense. Okay. So. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh, Kyle, what about you, good sir? <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed work. the episode. I, I think it, it definitely, it needed to, it needed to force Jax to eventually do what he did. 
I think. Um, and having young Stein there helped a little bit. Um, Bebo is, you know, tickle me Elmo. Basically. And, <laughs> and I just have to say this. The, the toy store that they were in, they did not look at their toys very carefully. Because as young Stein is running through the store, you see DC multiverse figures on the shelf. <laughs> really? They yes. Need- and you can blatantly see the DC logo. Dude, so, they know okay, what they're on. doing. Hold on. That's not an accident, Wait, dude. So- That's subliminal yeah, marketing. Yeah, I- <laughs> Yeah, that, that's. I, I was like, I, I don't think that might be an accident. I think that might be that might be intentional. That's like Big Bang Theory style, like. Huh, it, was, the, it was like it was like this. You could see the yeah. side of this exactly. <laughs> I'm like, well, we know the Marvel universe exists, and maybe yeah. DC doesn't stand for Detective Comics. It stands for like you know, Dude Comics or something, and it's just like you know a separate thing. And they have comics in that universe that just aren't Marvel. Although they do have Marvel comics, but yeah, right. maybe because they know Spider Man. Yes, they do know Spider Man. They know the Hulk. Uh, so. They know lots of those things. Yeah, but um, it, was, it was just something that caught me off guard, and I'm like, you guys did not scout this location very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, you know, I I liked it. I was kind of worried about what they were going to do coming off of the uh, off the you know intensely you know dramatic and emotional uh, crossover. And they just jumped right back into the inane ridiculousness as we have Martin Stein in a just extremely Jewish fifth day of Hanukkah <laughs> you know, sweater in a toy store, which is called, what was it called? Like, uh, it was Toys Are Me. Toys Are Me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little riff on Toys R Us. Uh, and it was just, it was just hilarious. And, uh, you know, for Stein to be the anachronism in 91, you know, they're doing the whole Tickle Me Elmo craze and, uh, uh, the whole, uh, did you guys catch at the beginning when he's trying to figure out the trajectory of the arrow and he shoots it, they play the arrow theme? Yes. Yeah, and it's a it. green arrow. <laughs> yeah. So it was well? amazing. It was a green arrow. It was a green arrow? The it arrow was, a, was green. No, no, no. It was a green bow. Oh, it was a green bow. It was a green bow. Yeah, it was a green bow, yellow arrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so Stein tries to calculate in his head, you know, adjust for wind resistance inside a store. Wouldn't that be air conditioning resistance? I don't know. It'd still uh, be wind. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he manages to get a hold of the Bebo, and as he's running away from the ensuing mob, uh, he gets transported back in time and then gets chased by a mob of actual barbarians because he mints, you know, mentions the people being barbarians, and that was you know, mm-hmm. a little funny thing there. And uh, yeah, so, so now uh, the Vikings that uh, came over to America about 400 years before Columbus, uh, which, is, which, is, which is true, uh, they now have this in- super intelligent guy and a talking doll. And so instead of, of course, listening to the super intelligent guy, they decide to make the doll their god. And uh, so the team has to react to this, and they find out that this anachronism is now a level 12, which is, you know, two points off of their normal scale, uh, which I, I thought was, was, was kind of interesting there. Um, so, so, so what do you guys think about that? Like when they're, when they're changing the scale here, uh, we've seen them struggle, in my opinion, a lot harder for other anachronisms that were lower values and now they threw this 12 on there was that was that sort of them just i mean trying to dial up the suspense without even having to do anything uh kyle what do you think man yeah because what okay so vietnam was an eight and then it raised to a 10 
Yes. So going, so going from well, they did they did get rid of it was Bebo Day, so Christmas was just gone, and then it was yeah. Odin Day. It became then Odin-mas. it became Odin Day, <laughs> which which I have to it has to be a uh, an actual holiday in in Viking culture. Odin Day. Odin Day, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So, so I think yeah, definitely that threat of. A uh, level twelve and an oh god, it's the beer yeah. anachronism. <laughs> I, just anachronism. Anachronism. I just wanted you to say anachronism. I just wanted you to say anachronism. So the level twelve anachronism, uh, definitely, definitely makes sense. Um, but it didn't feel like the stakes were really high for it being a level twelve. Like, whereas Grodd felt like, okay, I'm starting World War Three. That that's major. This is just like, oh, hey, we're just getting rid of Christmas. Okay, and and the Vikings have, you know, taken over everything in North America. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Like I, I felt it was a similar kind of thing where it's like, okay, all you gotta do is grab this tool and you're out of there. Whereas last episode you had to go fight Grilligrod or, you know, uh, the Earth X counterparts of yourself. I, yeah, it, it, it was it was a weird scenario for it to be a twelve. Will I mean do you do you agree? Do you think this is something they're just trying to dial up the suspense or what? Well, I think what it is is that it was for the it wasn't so much what the what the threat level was. It's the level of change, I thought. Like the level of anachronism was causing a twelve. It's like America being completely okay. erased from history, that's a big deal. You know, like it impacted gotcha. so- and it and here's the thing, they break their own rules. It impacted the Time Bureau when any of these other anachronisms have never impacted anyone in the Time Bureau. Like, yeah. she's sitting there calling I think it... that was weird. Yeah. Right? So, it again, they break their own rules. But for the most part, I mean, yeah, I think that that's all it was. It's just the level. Like, all of a sudden, America is gone. We now have, you know... And does that make, you know, New Valhalla a, a superpower? Are they the United States of, you know... Like, do they take over the world and fight Russia and... World War Two, take out Hitler. I mean, where does it end? So, I yeah. get that it's a twelve. I that I, would be an interesting future to see, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, my I name like Benson means I would do Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the Viking Statue of Liberty, like that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. And mead, yeah, yeah, mead and turkey legs. Yeah, it's everywhere. Just everywhere. even though turkeys are indigenous to North America, so well, I guess I guess that's where they got them. Then never mind. Um, <laughs> Way to think. Yeah, I was like, where they get turkey legs? Those are only happen in America. Wait, they're in America. Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we find out that this thing is a twelve, and so uh, we're look. The the, uh, the legends are trying to get some some backup, and they talk to the Time Bureau, and I can never remember a, the agent's name. What's her Sharp. name? Sharp. Agent Sharp. That's right. Dull. So Agent Sharp. <laughs> Just kidding. What? Agent Dull. <laughs> oh, agent. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> But no, I, 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 yeah. So Agent Sharp gets on the phone, and that's what Will was talking about earlier. How they, uh, they break their own rules, and they say Happy Bebo Day. So now they realize everything's all messed up. Uh, and who thinks that Agent Sharp and uh, Sarah are going to hook up before the season's out? Raise your hand. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. For you audio listeners, all three of us raised yes. our hands. Yeah, yeah. Not the record show. Uh, definitely going to happen. Well, they de- well, she definitely had that line where, um, in the, in the. The Viking Hall, where it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really the husband, husband type. type. Yeah, and yeah. Sarah, goes, Sarah, Sarah really? gave that exact same look <laughs> to Alex yes. in the crossover. Yep. And it's like, okay, something's going down. Yep. 
Yep. So yeah, so so Agent Sharp comes to help him out, and they go and they're going undercover into uh, Leif Erikson's camp. And so what they're trying to do there is they're trying to covertly sneak in, steal Bebo, uh, and, and get in and get out before anything bad happens. Of course, this whole time Leo has been acting as uh, like a, as a counselor to the rest of the crew, trying to come in and like help everybody, help everybody out, like with Stein's passing, using a puppet to sort the of be puppet. like, "Hey, you know, I'm Stein, tell puppet. me your feelings," and then make beats the crap out of it. And, uh, <laughs> and then also uh, Leo decides to, to withhold beer from Mick, which I would think would be the worst thing you could probably do. Uh, I would not want to withhold anything from Mick, much less beer. And so, uh, and so we drink. He's fiending for alcohol. Yeah, and, and you know what? We should drink. Actually, here's here's to Mick being Mick. Have, having beer withheld from him. I'm out of booze. <laughs> Two fisting. Nice. <laughs> Wait, we. You know what? And you kind of glanced oh. over. We have to go back. The puppet. We have to talk oh, yeah, about the talk puppet. About I'm was, sorry. It was, it was too sad for me. <laughs> it was amazingly awkward. I loved it. I was like, this is great. It was. It yeah, was I yeah. mean, it, it, no, the puppet looked amazing. It's not even that. Just the that. idea yeah. of it. Like, you know, the fact that Snart is like. It, I mean, and they're totally playing with our interpretation of the character from Flash in season one. Where, you know, you have this gentle guy who just wants to make everyone feel better. So he gets a puppet and starts... <laughs> I mean, it's Snart. This isn't Jax or somebody. It's Snart. If Nate was yeah. doing a puppet or Ray, we'd be like, oh, okay. It's Snart. I would totally expect Ray to get the yeah. puppet. You know? I'd be like, yeah, of course Ray got the stupid puppet. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's Captain Cold. <laughs> So I, I'm yes, it's just Earth-X counterpart. It it had me laughing out loud. I think it was the best part of the episode. And I mean, I was just like, <laughs> you know, it, it and then yes, mixed reaction. It was a very awkward. Yeah, it was supposed to be though. That's what that's what they were going for, I think. You know, it it, it and it, you know what? And here's the thing in death, I mean, th- there are times where it's like that, where somebody wants to help, they see you in in pain and Everything they say or do is just wrong. You know, there's no... It was actually one of the more real parts of the show. This guy who's new to the team is trying to make everyone feel better and totally cocking it up. <laughs> you know, and there's nothing yeah. to say. There's nothing to do. And so it it was kind of cool. And then so what's he do is that he decides to go and screw with his best friend. And now let me ask you this. Am I the only one who thinks... That those two were a thing before Mick died on Earth Two or Earth X. That's that's what I got. Is that is that <laughs> they uh, that he and Mickey, Mickey, that Leo and Mickey were a thing. Yes, I I didn't get that. I think I think they were just friends, like really good best friends. I don't I know. Don't think they were a couple. Well, but people people say that about their lovers. You know, she's my my right. wife. And my best friend, or whatever. And I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking that you know, because that's 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 the way they they you know we're going with this character. That's that's the assumption that I'm going to make, and I think that would that would be you know an interesting dynamic between the 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 two of them being kind of you know forced together because right. they're you know ruthless criminals, and then they're together because they're lovers. I mean, it would make sense in an Earth X world, I think. Well, in Earth X, they were they were criminals because they were actually the good guys, so they would be more gentle. Well, and more, right, you right. Know. I, I yeah, do. I yeah. think I, I can't help but think it too. It's like. And it would kind of explain why Leo was kind of like, I'm going to hang back. Like, yes, I have a new guy, but I have this old flame that I have, you know, unresolved things with that 
it's not him, but it's sort of like him. So, you know, it would be like if I found I, your I bop- totally. I'd be like oh, if I found ahead, your sorry. doppelganger, Bell. I'd I'd have to take him aside. I'd I'd go back and you know fix what I messed up. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Right. Like uh, uh, you know, I, I I was always wondering, you know, why did he decide to stay on with the legends, or why did right. he decide to stay? He's got, you know, he he's got a hopeful future for his Earth because they defeated the bad guys, uh, and he's got you know this new love here, and. Uh, you know, why why stay there and and now i think you're right well I, th- I think they were lovers and i think it makes way more sense there now is because he sees mick and he's like oh wow i have these uh you know unrequited feelings or unresolved for that like he died address. that i never got to say you know i care about you or you know maybe they were unrequited maybe they weren't lovers i mean mike's right mike is you know in the chat and he says you know weren't they crime finding partners on earth x yeah of course but so are ray and so are ray and cold and you know they make out a lot really <laughs> yeah well I, i'm thinking that like you not know, that mickey, there's anything mickey wrong died with <laughs> <Go on. laughs> yeah like i, I i'm thinking that they might have been lovers they might have been crime fighting partners uh but either way they had they uh, uh leo had something that he wanted to tell mickey that he never got a chance to right uh and and yeah and so i think i think you're right i think that's why he stayed it makes a lot more sense now i mean it could go um, the other way too it could just be he's my friend and he's broken in this timeline. So I feel like I need to fix him. I mean, it could go that same route. I just, it has more dramatic weight to it. If it's, you know, I was in love with Mick, he died and I see you in pain and I want to, you know, I wanted to make sure you were okay before I go back and, you know, to my ray of sunshine. So, yeah, my literal ray my of literal sunshine. ray of sunshine. <laughs> so, I I don't know. It, it could go either way, but I mean, I that's the way I'm kind of looking at it, head cannon wise, until they tell me otherwise. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see here. Where was I? We were talking about uh, the Leonard. puppets and Leo. Yeah. yeah. So Leo has taken away alcohol from <laughs> Mick because he sees that he has a problem, and his deal was uh, if you go 48 hours. Or if you go, sorry, if you go two days without alcohol, to which you know Mick does the mental math and says, "Oh, forty-two wait, hours." You know, Cal will let you do it. Oh, uh, what was the exact line? It was a uh, couple of days, forty-two hours, forty-eight. <laughs> uh, forty-eight. Mick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the the deal was, if you can go forty-eight hours without alcohol, then uh, uh, Leo would turn the uh, Wave Rider's alcohol function back on. And so, you know, this this causes trouble for them while they're undercover in the Viking camp because, you know, Leo's sitting there saying, no, no mead for you. And so Mick goes to go try to find some. And the only place we can find some where there's nobody else is in Bebo's hut. (laughs) And so he tries to seal, you know, Bebo's share mead from a god. And that ends poorly. Yeah. (laughs) Poorly? Really? So I poorly. What? Poorly. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, crap. <laughs> Thank you. I don't get it. Poorly. You poor. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I get jokes. <laughs> and now we dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously, I like how just... Will has this button that he can push. That will make both me and Kyle just dance. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like you have some sort of crazy hidden power over us. I am the it's man. Just, it's yeah. <laughs> That's not all. Watch this. Ready? Are you guys watching the screen? Here's something else I could do. What what are what are you doing? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't it'll, it'll get there. Oh. No, podcasting. This is great podcasting. This is amazing right now. This is podcasting professionalism 101. (laughs) You don't see nothing, do you? I made it solo. It's It's, just me. I just saw you dancing. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you did there. (laughs) I pushed you all out. (laughs) I missed it. What what am I... He We're, just he he made it himself. Oh, oh you guys can't see the full. Oh, you guys see. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I see. It finally just popped up. My my internet is slow. Yes. There we go. Yes, you can. <laughs> so I have that. Will power. is like the god of this podcast. <laughs> I would say he's the god cat. He's the god cast. He's so, the godcaster. So yeah, I yeah. I loved that he has like like taken like taking the alcohol away was kind of funny. I thought that was a good bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was absolutely hilarious. Uh, we have several quotes of the week from Mick about that particular thing. Uh, of course, you know, like I said, this causes problems for the legends as now they are uh, uh, exploited and not exploited. They are uncovered. And now they uh, are, are, are about to you know, witness one of their teammates be burned alive on a, uh, on a on a pyre because that is what Bebo, the god of war, demands. Because Bebo says, I'm hungry, <laughs> which means burn the innocent. And, you know, feed me their skulls. And um, so, of course, we have them. Uh, we have Mick being carted outside and the legends are around them. And uh, he's about to get thrown in the flames where he has another great Mick's quote of the week, which we'll get into later. And uh, he is saved by Leo freezing <laughs> the, the, pyre. Uh, the pyre. Yeah, there the we pyre. go. Yeah. I wanted to the say fire. He, and then it was... The way that he did it, too, was weird, too. He's just like, oh, oh. And he just puts it back like, yeah, like, hides it like, like no one saw the beam coming out of him or anything like that. Or, or that the Vikings behind him didn't see him do that. Or or even better, really? like or feel the cold, like, huh, wow, that was a little there's a draft. Yeah, what the, the hell is that? Light, which is the reason why he was wearing those goggles in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's an absolute zero beam. It it completely stops all molecular movement and like Good thing he didn't hit Mick. Much like <laughs> my lover. I mean, good lord. It just like, it just like went completely around him. It was just, yeah. and, and how did that, how did the wood not just become like ice? Very brittle. Yeah. Well, maybe he yeah. just yeah. did it. A, it maybe they, like he'd fallen on it and stabbed himself. Maybe it was just well, like a quick this blast. This is where our budget is going to now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it might have been just a quick uh, blast. But, so. And again, wait, it might have been what? It might have just been a quick blast of cold. You know, just been like, all right, thank you. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You know, it could be anything. It, it, it could even be a boat. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, a boat. yeah. <laughs> Lois, anything could be in the mystery box. It could even be a boat. <laughs> I can't do a Peter Griffin. So Remember when I said that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, essentially, hey. what we have is uh, the, the legends are now... Um, uh, Legend I'm trying to remember what exactly happens right there, right? Uh, the legends. Um, they so convince Nate him. and Amaya go to steal Bebo. Amaya, That's right. Amaya squeezes Bebo too hard, and then Bebo goes off. And that's Nate's and then quote they of the start week. The fight. No. That's right. That's right. That's Nate's quote of the week, by the way. She's like, I accidentally oh, squeezed him. Too damn squeezable. He's like, well, <laughs> he's so cuddly. 
I don't know. I put yeah. it in Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're having some like you know competitions here between Nate and Make as to, as to who yeah. gets the best quote. Definitely starting after the hiatus, we're going to have a section for that, I think, as well. Right. I'll, we'll have to have Charlie Bach, if you're listening, we'll need a Nate's Quote of the Week bumper. <laughs> Thank you for playing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so then they, they try to steal it, and uh, things go awry because they try uh, to squeeze Bebo. Wait, wait, wait. Now wait, wait, wait. We... Hold on. They try to steal it? Yes. <laughs> Nate tries to <laughs> steal yes. it. Yes, yes, that was good. I don't even, I don't even catch my own puns. I'm so good at them. It's just so oh, natural yes. to me. The Nate quote of the week was, "He's so damn huggable." So damn huggable. Yes. So damn huggable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, and I, I guess this is this is a good time to kind of talk about the the, the B story here, which is going to be Jax and Youngstein. Uh, and so that's Frankenstein. You know, Jax is kind of <laughs> sorry. Wait, so what? That's Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, so Jax is you know torn up because he sees this young version of Stein, and all he wants to do is try and save him. And uh, so we'll go ahead. And, yeah, let's go ahead and do this. We'll get this B plot out of the way first um, before we go and talk about Bebo, the, gre- the greatest thing that's ever happened to television. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, so it's it's essentially Jax is is hung up on Stein still. He sees young Stein. He sees an opportunity to change timeline and save him. And of course, it's just not going to work out. Uh, it's it's one of those things where you know he asks the team what to do because he's been sidelined. And um, Zari's like, "Why don't you just try to find a loophole for him?" And so he's like, "You know, that's a good idea." And so he decides to go take Stein back to 1992. Stein without the Bebo because I mean, you know, it's probably better to go back and see your family than it is to try to wrestle a god out of the hands of the Vikings. Just saying, and it got I don't burned know, up. Sure, and it got what? Remember, Mick burned it up before Dark shows up. That's true. That's true. But yeah, we're we're doing the whole yeah. Okay. But, he, but Stein didn't know that, right? Yeah, yeah, because he was on the ship the whole time. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, he was on the ship the whole time. Yeah, so he decides to go. Uh, Jax takes him home, and in 1992, uh, gives him a letter, a la Back, Back to, to the, the Future. future. And Stein Art. immediately goes, "Look." Lily this saw is this. About movie. my future. Wait, do I? Lily made me watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they did they did again. They I, I like the whole you know I love how they just reference movies that I watched growing up all the time. Mm-hmm. This another reason why it's so good. But uh, yeah, so so Stein deduces that he dies, and so he's cool with it, and that that's the neatest thing about it. He's like you know e- even even as at a young age, he still has that maturity that he had as an adult, uh, and as you know an elderly gentleman uh, to let Jax live his life. And so he deduces, he's like, no, I've already, you know, uh, they, uh, they end up, uh, I'm I'm looping forward a little bit just to loop back to the other plot line, but they, they end up, you know, after they, they solve the issue, uh, the anachronism for this episode, uh, Jax checks the time timeline and sees that Stein's still dead. And so he goes and figures out that, Stein just burned the letter because he he's he's comfortable with the fact that he's going to live a long life and that everything's going to be fine and he realizes that that it's such a big problem for Jax that there's no way he can really you know justify keeping him in all this pain and turmoil so it's like dude I'm releasing you a second time to go and live your life and so uh instead of Jax just being like cool and staying on the team and like living his life he's like no nah, I'm I'm out <laughs> right 
And so this this is funny though because I, uh, I I only watched the episode shortly before recording the podcast right now, and so I see all these tweets. Like I saw a tweet from uh, Brandon Routh. I saw a couple other tweets from the Legends crew, and they're saying so much fun having you on set. We're gonna miss you and your jokes. And I was like, they killed Jax too. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take another one, please God, why? And so this whole episode, I was waiting for Jax to die, and he didn't. And it turns out he's just leaving to. Um, go explore himself you know what let's i'm gonna add something to speech or speculation not speech or speculation oh uh, here he goes here again yeah I, i'm a man of many <laughs> i'm on podcasts. the main show i'm on the flash tv talk the one with all the listeners <laughs> i'm slumming it right now sorry <laughs> that's that the pretty much for the b plot <laughs> yeah we have jacks having a nice little christmas dinner with the family before he leaves and uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll speculate about what's going to happen with him but let's get back to Bebo. Bebo. Let's get back to Bebo. 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 <laughs> so let me ask you this. Will, if all of a sudden a toy from a thousand years in the future came back in time, would you worship it as a god? No, I would not. Mm. I okay. couldn't. I, I, you know. I would. I know you would. But I, I can't. <laughs> I I just I don't know I like I've seen too much I you know, but I understand they're a primitive society so, you know yeah yeah, well and, and I I love the way how they tied in the mythology right like Viking mythology right. had all sorts of different monsters and uh you know all sorts of different things so that 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 was that was a really fun thing to me was that they they actually tie in history. And they do this all the time. Like they tie in different aspects of history to make these stories work. Right. And so, you know, in this case, who's to say that that's not, you know, a fairy or a bay or a goblin or a troll or whatever, you know, other mythological creatures that the Vikings had. It's, it's you know, telling them to, to, to feed him mm-hmm. or, you know, to burn their enemies and to, you know, lay waste to the countryside. Feed me uh, see more. <laughs> burn <laughs> it down. <laughs> <laughs> Michael in the chat, uh, a great comment there. Like, you know, even if it had a kung fu grip, will you're telling me that you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't worship a toy from the future? I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm not going to get into my beliefs, but I couldn't. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't. You know, I, I go a different way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Kyle, if if what 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 if it was a um, what if it was like the equivalent a of a tickle me Elmo? But here's the thing: a thousand years in the future, it tickle me Elmo, like that, it would be so advanced as to like be magical to us. Well, here's here's my thinking of it: how how long did those batteries last back then? And once they died, what would have happened? They they it just would have been like, okay, Bebo's gone to sleep, and we don't know what to do anymore. He'll wake up in you know three days when somebody changes the batteries from the wave rider. But yeah. I, I guess. Um, yeah. But what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't see here nor there. Let's uh, let's let's keep going here. So uh, <laughs> great conversation, Bell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, in the in the ensuing fight, we have uh, Mick go ahead and just light Bebo on fire because fire! he hates puppets. Hate puppets. <laughs> yeah. And and now my brain is 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 screwing up what's happening here so this is this is the point where damien dark makes his big entry right yes yep but this is where also um sharp goes oh it's it's another uh uh you know uh it's, it's a good odin day that's right that's right 
And so that's how they know. Once they burn, it's Debo, an Odin Day miracle. That the anachronism will be over. Uh, you know, because uh, Leif Erikson's like, this is a false god. It's not our job to be here. And then Sharp's like, no, it's an Odin Day. And they're like, oh, crap. And then that's when Dark shows up with what is probably the most preposterous wig that we've ever seen <laughs> on this show. <laughs> it, it, it is quite interesting because, I mean, they could have they could have kept him as as a bald as a bald guy bald ish guy and yeah. still have that on because he's he's wearing a he's wearing a, a helmet sort of thing. I no, mean, it's he? not. Yes, he was. I mean, yeah, but have I think to have hair. I mean, no, I think yeah. I think Norse mythology. I think you did. I think that it was kind of oh, almost yeah, Dothraki like okay. style, like you know, the longer hair that the men had, the longer they you know it showed like signs of life and. Vitality and warriorness and the whole nine yard. I'm pretty sure. Like, don't quote gotcha. me. I'm not okay. a Norse, you know, theologian by any stretch. But yeah. Well, so 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 here's my question though. Uh, did they uh, decide not to spend money on the wig budget because they were using both the fire and ice uh, effects <laughs> for Captain Cold and Heatwave's gun? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think know, they were yeah, just trying was, to show. It's just. There, there, there've been there've been a lot of bad wigs on the CW shows. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just kind of something to expect. No, that wig was part of Oliver's wig from uh, season one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just left it out in the sun and just grew. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was it was bad. Uh, but you know what? I I, I think that uh, what's the who's the actor that plays Damien Dark? Crap. Um, uh, Malcolm. Mc- Dow? No, Neil McDonough. Yes, I think he rocked it's it. It's Neil McDonough. What was it? Neil McDonough. Neil. Neil. Oh, what, Neil where did I pull that name out of? I Planet of the Malcolm, Apes? Uh, Malcolm McDowell is Planet the of the Apes. One. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think he rocked it, and I always love his uh, Damien Dark. It's always fun to see him on the show. But here's my question for, for both you guys, uh, Kyle and Will. Uh, so he came down, and instead of having a hammer, he's got a big staff. Um, so Thor's the one with the hammer, right? Oh, that's right. He was Odin. He's got Odin staff. Never mind. Okay, then I'm dumb. Uh, so even still, though, here's a question that I have. Uh, was that staff an actual magical item, like like kind of like how they had the Lancer Longinus in the earlier episode, or like? And I'm sure Dark has a, has acquired magical items over the course of his existence, or did he just pick up a random spear and then use his magic to do lightning? Because I'm not too familiar with Dark. So I'm I'm kind of curious as to how that works. I th- I think that he just channeled some other magic um because I've never seen him use lightning um with his with his magic before an arrow uh but it also could have been part of Nora's magic maybe just her helping him out and everything. Um so that's that's what I think uh but Nora Nora was a Valkyrie as well. Um and Johnny, Johnny from the chat, uh, definitely said that uh, Odin was definitely uh, channeling his inner Palpatine. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, that's totally what it felt like. And that because since I don't know enough about Damian Dark to really get it, I, I don't know if he was like you know if he has lightning powers or if it was his daughter's assistance or if it was like a magical staff he was using, and they never really go into it. So I was just kind of curious as to what you guys thought. I, I I don't know. I the, the Damian Dark in the comics is totally different. So than even the one on Arrow. So it, it's hard to say. Uh, he was more he was more younger 
He was a uh, kind of baby faced. He was like second gen. He was like the kind of guy who would be like, you know, he wore like uh, he was like he was into wearing like Wi-Fi and he had like multiple cell phones and he was like, you know, very young and hip. And he's like, you know, hey, I'm not going to tell you my plan because that's what other villains do. And, you know, that sort of thing. So uh. Damien Dark for Arrow is completely different than the comics. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Damien Dark was killed, I think, by Vandal Savage in, like, one of the Teen Titans. Um, because, uh, but then survived because he took it, like, uh, the blood of, uh, shit. Or shoot. Uh, the blood of shit. <laughs> uh, Terminator's <laughs> wife there, his ex-wife. Uh, crap. Jericho's mother. Adeline Kane. So. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. So that was in the comics, but that was like in the early 2000s. I don't know if they've used him since, but you know, this one's totally different. Anything could be possible. So, gotcha. Okay. Well, so seeing Dark uh, causes the Legends to retreat back to the ship, and they have to have a kind of they have to figure out what's going on. And and you know, Sarah, being the captain that she is, says she doesn't want to lose any more of her people. And that's totally understandable. And so she decides that she's going to go and just, you know, take Dark on by herself. And I, I really love this visual bit. Like, I, I love it when movies do this. And, and it's even so great to see it on Legends. But they do the thing where, they, uh, you know, she says she has a plan. And then the next scene, they cut to the plan that she had thought. And then she tries to kill Dark and ends up dying. And you're like, whoa, what's happening? And then it's like, that's a terrible plan. And so I, I really I really appreciated that. I'm trying to think, uh, Kyle and Will, you guys have to help me out. What other movie? I know a lot of movies. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. I think yes. Ocean's yeah. Eleven Sean or Winchester. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for all of this to blow over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's very Edgar Wright, right? It's it's yep. you know the, the the jump cuts and everything is very Edgar Wright, and uh, I I really liked it. And so they came up with these different ideas, and it was really great to see them. Uh, uh, <laughs> just, just do all the thing. What is it, Damien Dark's little quip about you know blow my house down and he's gonna what, say having... something. He's gonna say something menacing, but not too mustache twirly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Nate with a quote of the week, right there with your uh, you know gonna have performance or was it For, performance what's, anxiety? What's the matter? Performance anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they need to so, they need to dwell into that as to why. Um, Dark couldn't do anything with uh, Nate, or what was stopping him? I think he, I think he just wasn't. He was trying to bend, break a neck and not break steel, and so he just didn't have enough oh. effort into it. I would think. Oh, Michael in the chat, yeah, uh, good, good pointing out there. Ocean's Eleven yep, also that's... does a similar style thing. Um, I just I like seeing that. It's just it's re it's really fun to see. I'm glad to see it on Legends. The, the director there, uh, Kevin Mock, did a great job, uh, great job with that. And so they end up because they are the legends and they're all together fighting as a group and so they come to the conclusion that yes we can get some people inside to fight damien but there's a lot of vikings outside uh and so it turns out we have a team on the inside a team on the outside and they go and they fight and everything's you know epic and there's this you know battle that's awesome and uh, uh captain cold and heatwave end up pulling the trick the oldest trick in the book for those two characters uh, and that is to cross the streams Yep. Yep. Now, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so here's my question, though. I don't know too much about Damien Dark's daughter, but uh, she was very close to those streams, and they converged. And uh, would that not have killed her? 
Uh, she could have been. She, she could have been shielding herself, right? Because she like bit. magical, she magic. magic. So yeah, yeah. I guess there's always the explanation of this is magic. I ain't got to explain. Please, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Captain Cold and uh, well, I say Captain Cold. Leo and Mick end up saving the day outside, taking care of her, which causes Dark to go ahead and uh, uh, you know freak out and try to leave and thus breaking the anachronism. But before they try and get out there using his crazy awesome magic teleport stone, or uh, not teleport stone, but time travel stone, Sarah tries to grab him, ends up getting pulled into another dimension. And so uh, I think since, yeah, we talked about Jax, so I, I, I kind of want to, I kind of want to, you know, I, I think it's time for some speculation on this. All right. All right. I'm done with that. <laughs> It's time for speculation with Bell, Will, and Kyle. So a couple things to talk about here. Uh, We didn't talk about it on the regular episode part because I kind of want to tie in Constantine to our speed. Or Jesus. (laughs) Take two. (laughs) Our speculation. Because I, I, he's here for a reason. The the bit that he says at the end of the episode is that he's he needs help with a demon uh, that knows Sarah's name. Sarah gets pulled into this dimension, mm-hmm. and Malice introduces himself to her. So it makes sense to me that the demon has something to do with Malice, which brings us to our first talking point in Speed. Son of a. Drink another one there, tough guy. (laughs) (laughs) Which is drink. Who or what is malice? Is he is he supernatural? Is he meta? Is he both? Is he neither? What is he? So what is his tie to Constantine? Where did Sarah go? Who or what is malice? Will, what do you got, man? Rip Hunter. Ah. I'm gonna go with Rip. You, you you're still on that uh I'm still on that train. On that rip. I'm going to lay it down right now. Oh. I'm I'm putting it out there. It's Rip Hunter. Okay, okay. So he's gotten like some sort of really powerful time travel powers or something like that. Something like that. He did something to either get out of jail with them or he's created his own he's Ahab and the whale. It's my thinking still. So, and he always had a relationship with Sarah. And so the whole thing, and again, we haven't seen him. And so it would be That's a nice true. big surprise when he shows up out of nowhere. Like, oh yeah, Rip. I forgot about Rip. You know, I don't know. But isn't that a little too Savitar from Flash? Uh, yeah. It is a little bit. It is a little too Savitar, which is also a little, yeah, it's, it's going to be, I'm telling you, it's going to be Rip. I'm going to lay it out right now. I don't disagree. I think you may be right, but I'm just kind of curious as to how Constantine fits into all of this. Is the demon maybe something not related to Malice at all, or like could, could the demon be something more, you know, uh, 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 Lazarus Pit related or something like that? Yeah, I think it's. I think he's more like a henchman, like Dark or anything else. I mean, I think the demon will be something he used. Uh, so okay, John, so, so it could just be a real demon. Yeah, John says. Okay. That Rip, I'm assuming, did start off this season acting like a real D asterisk CK. 
That Josh? is true. That is true. He's like, I'm all in the time bureau now, and yes. I'm better than you guys. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm a duck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and well, then Mike well, says, well, Kyle, I mean, uh, oh, oh, well, oh good, go ahead. Kyle first, and then we'll we'll throw Mike up there. So, okay. So yeah, Kyle. Uh, so where do you think she went first off, and second, who do you think Malice is going to be? Um, I know she just went to another dimension. It's probably a whole bunch of uh, just an, a whole bunch of portals that lead to different times. It okay. sounds like um, or it looks medieval like. times. Um, what was that? <laughs> medieval times. <laughs> Sorry, medieval times. Um, but I think Mouse. I mean, there is. There is a character of with the name of Malice, but he's from the Dakota verse, which is where um like Static Shock is from. Oh, okay. And he looks and he looks like um like a demon sort of looking guy. Um but I don't know if he's ever ran into or run into uh Static Shock. Um but I think he's definitely he's definitely a a, a demon for sure, uh, possessing possessive demon. Um, but, Maybe he um, took over Rip. <laughs> yeah, I know he's I know he's voiced by the guy from Fringe, John something or another. Oh, uh, Walternet guy. Yes. Nice, nice. And okay, so yeah, what do you? I, know, think... I think in episode ten we're gonna finally see malice okay so then so then what do you think uh constantine's involvement is in all this do you think it's malice related or is it just something it's is that just a red herring it's magic related so i think malice is definitely has influence with magic so that's why uh constantine is involved and also with uh demons and um exorcisms and all that jazz okay. which is weird okay. which is weird that constantine is doing an uh, doing something with a with a child because of how he got of how he stopped being uh master uh, master of the dark arts the first time well i mean he kind of dealt with all that stuff in the first season of constantine yeah but he, i don't think he if i don't remember no he did deal with an exorcism yeah right i mean but like he's better now right i i mean i think so <laughs> i mean he had the restoration of the soul with sarah um and he defeated Papa Midnight. So, yeah, I think so. Wait yeah. a second. Wait a second. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Just, I had to start yesterday, and I just remembered it. What do they call Ra's al Ghul? The demon's head. The demon, or the demon's head. Sarah, League of Assassins. Oh. Lazarus Pit, maybe. I don't know. Just nah. to throw that out there. So you th- so you think it might be like her dark side? It could be something like that, a, a demon, and you know, I don't know. It could just be even Raisel bringing back the Raisel Ghoul to the universe because he I mean he's kind of nowhere. So I don't know. I don't think they're gonna bring him back. So, oh well, Mike Conti wants us to know that he thinks it's Jax. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be hilarious that like would be Jax funny goes off and says, i have to become a superhero again i know i'll destroy time and he's just yeah sure <laughs> to save to save <laughs> martin stein i will destroy I, time I, I doubt it he'll go all paralyzed and then, and then john says my boy your boy it says i think hope it's uh, an original villain i.e not one of the current characters that have been corrupted 
Yeah, I, I, I do so too. too, John. I, I, I'd like to see something new and original, but I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of. It's too I much of a Christberg. It, it's going to be a character. It's going to be Rip. It, it's going to be a. It's too much of a Guggenheim Christberg staple from Flash, season one to Flash season two, to Flash season three, to <laughs> you know. I mean, let's let's face it. All right, it's kind of their mo. Like you know, they, that's what they do. You know, they're like, hey, remember this character you loved so much? They're a scumbag. Well, and now we're gonna fight yeah. him. <laughs> So I could I could totally see that I could see that happening. So uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I I am super excited to see Constantine on the show though. I can I can tell you that mm-hmm. much right now, and I'm very very happy to see that he's back. I, again, like I've already said, Matt Ryan is like the best Constantine we've ever seen. He's very comic book accurate. Uh, he plays the part right. He's got the accent, which I mean, you know, again, I love I love Keanu Reeves' uh, uh, Constantine oh. movie. I'm not I'm not I'm not hating on it. I loved it, but. Uh, I just think Matt Ryan is like a perfect Constantine. It's so good to see him back. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Michael, Michael's got a rebuttal there for Jax. He, he writes, uh, yeah, no, think about it. They wanted to change time to save Stein. They kind of did it in zero hour with the Green Lantern back in the 90s. Yep, that's what I said, too. He might go all parallax. <laughs> yeah. That's I get, interesting. I mean, but, I don't but think having so. Jax deal with magic... It right. just doesn't fit. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong here now, okay? With Katie Sackhoff being on Flash, it makes me think of Battlestar Galactica a lot. Arrow? Oh, no, no, never mind. Wrong person. Right. So with Katie Sackhoff being on Flash now, uh, it does make me think of BSG. And one of the big things they did, spoiler, in Season 3 was they killed Starbuck. Right halfway through the season, mm-hmm. they killed Starbuck. And then in the last episode, they brought her back. Completely as a completely different entity. They never really answered what she was. It would be kind of cool if they're like, hey, remember that show where Katie just left in the middle of the season and then came back? We could do that with Jax. But I don't know. And now, because when they did it too, I mean, she went around and did press. Like, it wasn't just they killed her. Like, sometimes you would be like, oh, they killed her. But you know what? She's not really doing press or anything. So it's probably not going to stick. No, she did press. They took her out of the credits. She wasn't on IMDb. She was no longer part of the show. Ron Moore is sitting there doing interviews going, we're going to really miss having Katie around all the time. And, you know, she's such a light on the set, but storyline dictated that we do this. And then at the end of the season, because I used to listen to his uh, to his commentary, he's like, no, we totally planned to do this the whole time we were just messing with you. So it was, <laughs> oh, dude. I, I mean, if you haven't watched Battlestar Galactica, by the way, the new one, freaking wonderful show. There are bad episodes, but I mean, whoa. I mean, I that's where I started podcasting was I, I did a podcast for it. So action stations. Oh, cool. Tell your friends. Hmm. And uh, so definitely I could see that, Mike, but I don't think so either. I think they want to do something a little more gravitas. I think they want to do either a rip, maybe a Sarah, or they're, they are. They're just going to get somebody original and it's just going to be a bad guy. Because Constantine's only two Gosh. episodes, though. It's not like he's that's on the true. ship. That's true. So... I'm hoping they don't count like this, like this, this 41 seconds of Constantine as this two episode arc. Yeah, they do. That'd be really no, upset. It, it better be two more episodes in addition to the 41 seconds we saw this episode. Yeah, I doubt it. I just doubt it. It's no, just because not the that's, way they that's like Supergirl in the crossover last year. Exactly, which She's is why I think the they'll do it for five seconds. Which is why I think they'll do it that way. Yeah. Mm. We'll find out. Somebody but look up know. Legends episode 11. 
We'll see. I mean, we don't know it. That's oh. that's the thing. All we know is what the next episode is called, and it's called Daddy Darkest, as in dark. Yeah, but dark. usually they'll throw out a uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, like a, a, a title. You know, I'm, a, a sm- I'm a sure they will synopsis. come probably January. Yeah, but we'll see. It. We'll see it soon enough. Yeah. But I, I will say, Michael, I think it would be very neat to see uh, Franz. Uh, oh, what's his last name? Dram- plays Jack. Dramas. 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 Yeah, to see him play like an evil role, like I, I think, and I, I know he's got the chops for it. I think it'd be such an interesting character to see him play somebody who's turned evil. That would be really neat. But I, I yeah, I kind of feel like they're gonna go. I, I agree with Will. I think if it's gonna do somebody on the team, it's gonna be Will. Sorry. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm going evil. Woohoo! All of a sudden, Will has just been this whole. He's just been really quiet, and all of a sudden, it's like, Will, well, why haven't you been able to record? It's like, oh yeah, I've been, I've been doing stuff, and all of a sudden, Will is is, is uh, <laughs> welcome to Will TV Talk, where it's just talking about me. I've already pushed them out. In fact, I can mute them if I wish, but I won't. But. <laughs> But no, yeah, oh. I think I think that would be cool. Uh, yeah, thanks, John. Drama, uh, drama. friends, drama. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, it'd be neat to see him play that. I don't I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But uh, yeah, I think if they're going to do a character that's already on the show, it's probably going to be Rip. Um, but yeah, so speaking of Jax, though, uh, this is another speculatory thing we can go on here. Is Jax done for the season? Are there uh, is there going to be more Jax? Are no. we going to see him come back and do something, or or is it just, is, is it just over? Like it, no more Firestorm, no more nothing. Jax is just done. I th- I think from from the tweets that that the cast has said, and even from Franz himself, that he's done. Yeah, but I mean, he may come back for like the crossover, like he mentioned in the in this show. But I think he's done. Yeah, and uh, okay. Johnny Johnny uh, definitely said like. Yeah, the actor left the show. But again, let's uh, I'll put this out there, okay? I I do think he left too. But again, ever since, you know, 2005, like when a character leaves the show like this in the middle of the season, I don't buy it anymore. Even no matter how much they tell me that they that they're leaving the show, like again, Katie Sackoff went around and did freaking, you know, press like I loved being on the show and I'm glad I made Starbuck a woman and I can't wait to and she booked uh what do you call it uh uh the bionic woman that redo they did she booked that because it was produced by oh, the wow. same guys who did Battlestar Galactica but they also just wanted to use her but she went and booked that show so all of a sudden she's got like another show like they completely surprised all of us so I don't know it could happen I I well, so I here's for my one question, am, then, Will. what's up uh, does Franz have another project on deck? Because we know that Victor Garber was going back to Broadway, which is which is why he couldn't fit it in his schedule anymore. That so we knew he was going to be leaving. But I didn't hear anything about Franz. Like if if, if anything was going to happen there. So like that that's why I'm kind of curious as to like it, it totally took me by surprise that he left the show today. I had no idea that was coming. Right. I I don't think he has. A, I don't but, think he might have a few iron in the fire, but I don't know that they've talked about it. Um, my personal okay. thinking is that, you know, he's probably just, to tell you the truth, they probably were like, how do we write for him? Even though he's around and they don't have him use his powers a lot, you know, every episode's going to be, wow, I wish I had powers, you know, and 
or they or have to come up with a problem on the ship or something. Yeah, yeah. So there's gonna who's gonna fix the ship? <laughs> They'll figure it out. That Adam. is true. He built a suit. This is what I don't get. Adam built a suit. Like he's but a rip. But Rip taught the ins and outs of the Wave Rider to Jax. Yes, but to Jax alone. Yeah. So Gideon will teach. What happens when the time when the time ship or the whatever breaks down? They call AAA. (laughs) Base AAA. Yeah. So yeah. But I I don't know. I just so then will you think he's gone? I I think he's probably gone. I won't be surprised if they bring him back. So I'm hedging my bets. I'm totally fancy McFencerson, but um, yeah, yeah, he's probably gone. I don't. There's, I mean, think about it. We've done speculation on him, and we're like, unless they introduce another character, they just. What are you going to have him do? Firestorm's an expensive effect, you know, and the character doesn't have a DC counterpart. And now there are other ones who don't, obviously, but for the most, I mean, Steel and Vixen, and all, they kind of do, but they're not those people, and Ray is different. He, you know, it just, there's not much for him to do. So I I would yeah. rather them see pull someone from another show. Like, I love Ralph Dibney. Like, I would love to see him on Legends and bring Sue oh, along. And I mean, they got room for two cast members. Bring Sue. Have him meet Sue, and the two of them go off. And this is where we redeem Ralph and bring because I'm sorry I've said this before and I'll say it again. Those two Ralph Dibney really only works with Sue by his side. She keeps him grounded. She keeps yeah. him from being too much of an ass. And so, and I think that's why he's such an ass on Flash. And I think that the whole arc they're doing this season is because everybody's in love. Is they're going to introduce a Sue for him, and that Sue is going nice. to make him. Mark my words, it's got to happen. You can't do Ralph without Sue. Not for any length of time. And then I'd love to see them pivot him to Legends. I wouldn't mind seeing Wally on Legends, but I don't think they'll do that. I, I don't, because I think the other actor's got things going on. I think he's got voiceover work he likes to do and other type of things. Music. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's, uh, Mike's agreeing with me. Alligated Man needs to be on the show. And, you know, John is also saying, you know, Wally and Ralph for Legends. I couldn't agree more. And who are they going to take from yeah, I, Arrow? I, I, Nobody. Leave them all. Cancel the damn show. Sorry. Didn't say that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Mr. Terrific? You don't want him? I mean, come on. <laughs> I love Mr. Terrific, but I, you know, I like Michael Holt. Like, I like the comic character Michael Holt. Curtis is too insecure for me to really, like, the coolest thing about Mr. Terrific when he showed up was he pretty much was like, yeah, I can fix all of this. So, you know, I got this. Michael's kind of like, uh, what are we doing? Uh, I'm going to try to figure this out. I'll come up with some doodad. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, here's my T-spear. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, well, cool. So, uh, yeah. So, unfortunately, I guess we, I, I guess Jax is going to be gone. We'll see. Who knows? Again, like you said, Will, you know, you never know. But, yes, I would absolutely love to see Wally and Ralph on Legends. Wally's probably not going to happen. But Ralph, yeah, he would be great on Legends. It would be awesome. Uh, Kyle, anything on Jax before we before we close out? No, I mean it's 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 sad to see him go because uh, I mean he was there since day one, so it's it's yeah. it's tough. Yeah, I'm with you because now all we have all we have now is uh, Sarah and Ray and Mick. Yeah, they're only original cast members. It's crazy. Yeah, 
I'm I'm not counting Wentworth Miller because he's not a regular. Right. Yeah, he's left and he's still not a regular. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, uh, that does it for speedster speculation. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah. I I, I winked into the camera for those of you listening to the audio. Um, (laughs) Anyway, now it's time for my favorite part of the show, and that is Mix Quote of the Week. It's the Mix Quote of the Week. All right, Kyle, take it away. All right. Do I want to do all five or? Oh yeah, I... we want to do all five, and then we're going to vote, and then you're going to read that one, whichever one won again. All right, all right, we're going to do all five. Well, this is all the right. last oh, yeah, one for like two months, so yeah. All right. So uh, all right, number one. No, I just hate puppets. <laughs> number one. We're not going back for some damn toy. <laughs> Gideon, this beer tastes like sewage water couple of days 42 hours and number five and uh is it weird that i find her hot (laughs) (laughs) there's so many good ones this week it's hard i don't know i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of forgetting the beer tastes like sewage water or couple of days 42 hours because they're alcohol related i just think that's funny um (laughs) i don't know what do you guys think i'm going a couple of days you're going a couple of days couple of days yep uh, <clears throat> I yeah, I could do that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We're we're unanimous. Yep. All right, all right. Kyle, take it away. Couple of days, forty-two hours, forty-eight. All right. And, <laughs> and that was your mix quote of the week. Everyone. Thanks to Kyle for his excellent mix voice. And Mike, uh, not that you get a vote. News. Hold on, Mike had a vote. He said he didn't. He wanted no. I just hate puppets. Well, you lost, Mike. Thanks for listening. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> you know what? That's not a bad idea. Now that we have all these live shows, we have people coming in and, and listening. We should actually, like, you know, uh, have the fans vote as well. Yeah. No, it's not, it's that's death. Idea. That's instant death. What are you? This is how we get Terminators. <laughs> well, that, the, 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 they'll do. They'll do tiebreakers. How about that? If, if all three of us can't decide, they'll do tiebreakers. All right. Yeah, I'm done with that. And Mike said, "Damn." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, we got a little bit of news uh, for you guys before we before we head off here, and that is that Legends is going to be off air until February twelfth, twenty eighteen. Now, there was an episode that was lost to the time stream, uh, and that was one about a gorilla in Vietnam. And so we 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 will probably record over the break. Sure, we'll find maybe. time. Maybe sort of. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah we'll we'll, we'll, we'll do, do it episode seven. I'm we'll sure we're going to miss each stream. other. You know, I'm gonna uh, wanna, but I'm also cry if you're not there. And- and this is this is the most important news here. Next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time is going to be the fourth annual Grandma Esther's Eggnog Induced Christmas Call-In Extravaganza over on Flash TV Talk. And that is where uh, it's a call-in show where me and Bo York just get drunk off eggnog. And you guys get to call in and talk about wherever you want. And uh, also, Kyle and Will are going to be there. We're going to talk about Legends and the crossover. Uh, we got the guys from Supergirl TV Talk. <laughs> I'm we got uh, 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 <coughs> Starkville Labs. Uh, yeah, like everybody's going to be there. It's going to be great. We're going to talk a crossover. We're going to be talking whatever you guys want. If you want to talk about Legends, that's fine. If you want to talk about, you know, 
uh, Arrow. uh carburetors. Talk about Arrow. <laughs> yeah, if you want to talk about Arrow, if, if you want to talk about hockey, if you want to talk about Warhammer 40k, whatever, you know, just call in, have fun. Uh, every time I get disconnected from Skype, uh, everybody takes a drink, which happens frequently. So, uh, you know, it, it, it should be fun. So, yeah, check us out next Tuesday, mixler.com slash TV talk or uh, check uh, dctvtalk.com for the details. And uh, yeah, find us there. It's going to be fun. Kyle, Will, myself will all be there and the rest of the DC TV Talk crew. So join us. It's going to be a blast. Join us. Indeed. But uh, You will join yeah. us yeah. or die. <laughs> yes. And unfortunately, though, it looks like we're out of time. But Aww. if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how. You can follow the show on Twitter at Legends TV Talk. Sorry. That no, that's right. not right. That's not right. No. <laughs> at Legends Talk TV. Uh, thank you, Will. <laughs> That's at Legends Talk TV. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell, spelled B-E-A-L-L. Uh, you can follow me at KyleCruzzy89, and you can also listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom podcast. And you can follow me at W.R. Benson. And if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. We also created a Facebook page. So be sure to like us there at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. And if you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the DC TV Talk Network. Supergirl TV Talk, Starkville Labs, Flash TV Talk, and the iZombie Podcast. And while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review. Ugh. Check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we'll read it on the show. And also, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel Podcast Player. And we are now in the Google Play Store in the podcast section. Special thanks to Charlie Bach for making the music for our bumps and our outro music. You can check out the rest of his awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And as always... You stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel.